Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Everybody, what is going on? Want to welcome you to this Thursday edition of the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. We're presented to you by Fantasy Draft. Please check them out if you haven't done so already. I'm telling you what, a lot of fun playing over on their site. Lots of flexibility in regards to uh, your lineups. You know, you don't have to worry about singular positions. It's infield, outfield, utility. So on a day like today, maybe a number of first basemen you want into your lineup and maybe you hate the shortstop position so you don't have to roster anybody there and you add in the fact they got rake free games that means they're not taking a commission on those head-to-head games so if you play that variety of games there's really no better spot right now to play than over at fantasy draft so check them out Uh, again deposit bonus if you go through our links and also on top of that you're getting access to uh, premium content at roto grinders for i believe three months so uh and on top of that you're supporting a great sponsor uh here uh of the podcast if you enjoy the pod do check them out uh today we're uh gonna be looking at the night slate tonight obviously a little bit of a split one for a thursday but i am happy that we've got a decent number of games in the evening slate sometimes these thursday uh slates can be really one-sided and you got like three or four games in the night slate and it kind of sucks and it's worth taking a day off but not today I think uh, it's really interesting slate for us here today because there's not uh, one standout pitcher or even two standout pitchers today I think there's a number of ways you can uh, you can build your lineups tonight and I got a pretty good feel for it so uh, maybe take a shot or two uh, in some games that I don't normally play today we'll see did a little extra Work as well. Uh, I've been pitch hitting for Bobby Fye on the Daily Fantasy Cycle video, so check for that to drop a little bit later in the day. But you'll be hearing about those plays on this very podcast. So uh, let's get on into it here for this Thursday. And uh, we're going to obviously talk about salaries at all the different sites, including our sponsor site, Fantasy Draft. And again, FanDuel, still single pitcher. DraftKings Fantasy Draft, you're using two pitchers. So uh, I think, you know, the singular pitcher site here on FanDuel, and remember, single entry series, make sure you're still playing that, boys and girls. If you missed a couple days, don't worry. Four scores for the week is what is tabulated. So uh, just missing one slate isn't going to kill you. So uh, I think last week we had upwards of nine, maybe 10. So there's going to be a lot. So definitely uh, get your four best scores in. And over there on FanDuel tonight, uh, you know, the the pitchers today that 
I think most people are going to look at McCullers and Lester probably going to be the strongest favorites on the slate tonight. And then you've got David Price, who's uh, the same price as Lester going against New York. A guy who's not a very strong favorite, but looked pretty good in his last outing. We know that this guy is a pedigree, uh, you know, to be a number one starter in this league. So, you know, out of those three, uh, I think it's probably going to be McCullers that gets the biggest ownership here tonight. And I don't have a problem with him. You know, uh, Houston, they've actually lost two in a row, believe it or not. And McCullers, his last start wasn't very good. It was probably his one of his worst starts of the season uh, on the road at Texas, though, which is a very tough environment to pitch in. And uh, nobody's going to be great, you know, all 30 starts they have during the season. So I don't see a big reason to panic because he's been – Super steady before then. Uh, FanDuel scores of 46, 36, 37, 49, 37, and 47. So uh, had a 16 on the road at Oakland, and then 46 and 46 against Kansas City and Seattle. So last time he uh, faced this Kansas City team, he uh, struck out 10. I think that's uh, not a real reasonable uh, expectation today. I'd probably set the K number at maybe, like, if I was setting a prop on it, about 6. I think is probably the right number. He's been over that each of the last two. Uh, starts with 8-8 eight and eight against Texas and Baltimore. So even that Texas game, he didn't go very deep. Only four and a third. Still had uh, the eight strikeouts, and certainly we like that. But the win and quality start should be much easier for him to pick up today. So I think it's McCullers over Lester for me. David Price is intriguing here, not a favorite at all, and uh, some people don't really care about that when it comes down to Vegas, and you know, you look at the Yankees, they're right middle of the pack versus left-handed pitching this season, so not nearly, I think, as good as they are versus righties, but versus lefties, they're adequate, and Price last game, you know, threw 92 pitches, so I'm sure, you know, pitch count for him, third start of the season uh, I don't say it's lifted, but I'd say, you know, 100, 105 is probably all you're going to get from him, which is more than enough considering he went seven innings and 92 pitches just last game. So uh, I don't mind him. I do think there's a little bit of risk there on a single pitcher site, which I don't know if I'm ready to incur uh, today. And I think that's where I'd probably rather go McCullers over him. And Lester's fine too. You know, Colorado's a team that uh, when they get away from Coors Field, not nearly as strong uh, of a team. But Lester has been, you know, kind of all over the map this season. Um, you know, certainly his last couple of starts against the Dodgers, he got lit up. St. Louis, who's not a really great hitting team, you know, three earned runs and in six innings, four strikeouts. That's not really cutting it for that salary. Like at 9,500, you want to get 40, I think you want 40 fantasy points at that salary from him and through his game logs this season he's reached 40 fantasy points once twice three times and he's been under 40 fantasy points one two three four five six seven eight eight and under 30 one two three four so four times under 30, and that's really not going to cut it for 9,500. So for me, I'm McCullers over Lester today, but I think I'm actually might even save even further today at the starting uh, starting pitcher spot. And I think Jake Odorizzi today could very well be the play for the Tampa Bay Rays. This guy has had extreme home road splits 
not just this season, because sometimes you look at a season and let's face it, the sample size is small and it can skew whether or not, you know, how accurate those numbers really are. But for his career, he has had very pronounced home road splits, and they've carried over again to this season. So the fact that he gets the White Sox at home, I think I feel really good about it. Uh, The offense is going to be going against Derek Holland, who I don't believe in at all as a good pitcher. Uh, Now, obviously, we do have some risk here with him as well. I mean, he gave you four fantasy points against Seattle in his last start. But let's look, look at the last... Let's look at this season's home road numbers. These are his fantasy output on the road. 4, 23, 27, 30, 3, and that's it. So, and this this is his fantasy output at home this season. 18, 34, 46, 31, 40. Uh, So, a guy who's been much, much better at home than on the road. I'm not afraid of this White Sox team against right-handed pitching. And I like the salary. I love the 7900 that we've got. Uh, you know, I think there is maybe some value today, but I don't think there's as much as you'd normally get on, say, a Tuesday or a Friday where you've got a 15-game slate, uh, where you've got, obviously, guys getting jumped uh, up in the order who might have been hitting down, guys getting days off. So we're not probably going to see that as much today. So I think the number of huge value options for us are going to be limited. So I like that Odorizzi gets us the bats. Vegas is in line with what I would expect at minus 147 today. Uh, game total eight and a half. So in uh, the implied run total for the White Sox today, under four at 3.85. So that's less than uh, the Yankees are uh, today. So, you know, David Price, for example, uh, just a little bit higher than the Royals are at 3.74 today. So uh, I think that Odorizzi is a guy I love on the on the two-pitcher sites as well. Um, I think, you know, he's, I don't say borderline, you know, lock and load for me on, on two pitcher sites, but I don't really see me paying up for two guys that I'm just kind of meh about. So DraftKings, he's actually the same price at 7,900 and then fantasy draft at 15.3. So I'm in on Jake Odorizzi tonight uh, as a play at home against this White Sox team. So uh, love him. Uh, single pitcher site, multi-pitcher sites uh, as well. And that's about it. I'm not taking a shot really on Garrett Cole here uh, against Miami. Miami's hitting the ball all right. Um, Scored some runs last night. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton is, again, seeing the ball really well. So not probably uh, going there today. Um, And, yeah, that's, you know, that's about it. I mean, where else are you really going to go? Uh, Tyler Chatwood against Chicago, not the spot for me to to use him. He's actually not that bad. I was looking into his numbers. And then Pineda against Boston. Again, rivalry game uh, between these two teams. Pineda obviously has... Great upside, great ability, uh, but uh, there's just better teams to pick on today. So, you know, we saw last time on the road against Toronto, he got absolutely lit up, was pretty solid before then, um, you know, been in the 30s, one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive starts, uh, but it's a little bit worrisome uh, with Boston here today. So not going to go Pineda in my lineups. All right, let's get to the positions here. Again, fantasy draft, we don't have to worry about a catcher. Some days it's worth rostering. We'll see if today is one of those days. Probably not because there isn't the Kershaw, Sale, Scherzer, mega expensive pitcher on the slate today that you need to necessarily find a you know super cheap punt option tonight. 
what you can do at catcher. So um, I'm probably not playing him on Fantasy Draft today, but on DraftKings and FanDuel, I was hoping Miguel Montero would crack the lineup yesterday. He didn't. Uh, you got to think maybe today is the day that they do it. Um, and if that's the case, at 2100 on FanDuel, 3K on DraftKings, uh, I can get behind him as a value kind of punt option. Uh, really hope he's not playing or that he's in the lineup today on FanDuel because I love that $2,100 price at a position where I'm not seeing a lot of stuff that makes me super excited. Now, Brian McCann had another home run yesterday. He is fine. 3200 on FanDuel. Same price over on DraftKings and cheap uh, on Fantasy Draft. He gets a lefty-righty matchup against Jason Hamill. So uh, assuming he cracks the lineup today, don't have a problem with him there. We saw Mike Zanino bang out two home runs yesterday against Kyle Gibson. And this Seattle team is really, really hot here today. Uh, and Zanino himself has been really hot. I didn't realize how hot. Look at this. He's got multi-hit games in count them six of his last eight games and overall hits in seven of his last eight. So he is really hitting the ball extremely well right now at 2,800. If you want to play the hot streak, uh, he is hot. So no problem doing that tonight uh, because I do think that there are definitely some other bats against Kyle Gibson in play for Seattle. Uh, so we'll talk about them a little bit later. So those are probably my uh, my catcher targets here on the slate. Let's go over to first base tonight. And, you know, Matt Adams kind of bailed us out late yesterday with uh, a home run off of a position player. I don't know if uh, any of us factor that into our projections for him yesterday, but it panned out when it was all said and done. So that was kind of exciting. So Matt Adams back again today against um, Mr. Lively. Ben Lively, and I was looking at his metrics a little bit and, you know, his scouting report, and he's not a guy who throw, throws hard, which I kind of like against Adams, but he does keep it down in the zone and and doesn't really um, incur a lot of hard contact. So uh, I think this is fine for Matt Adams because I really worry about him against strikeout guys because he certainly can, you know, have the ability to just whiff a whole lot. And if he's making contact, a lot of times that contact's going to leave the ballpark. So this season, just really good against righties. You know, 226 ISO, 355 Woba. And he's just too cheap today at, at 2.7K. So uh, I do like him tonight. Uh, on fan or on uh, Fantasy Draft and DraftKings, the salary's starting to come up just a little bit. Um, but I'm fine with him. Zimmerman against Asher. I mean, the Washington bats should be great going back home against Alec Asher, who's uh, a complete mediocre pitcher. Nothing good, nothing really bad to say about him. Uh, I'm not a huge believer that Zimmerman's going to keep these numbers up through the entire season. This is really of an outlier of a month and a half, I believe, and he's going to, you know, kind of go back to the norm, uh, what we're expecting from him. So if I'm paying up today, I'm just going to go to the top and use uh, Anthony Rizzo against Tyler Chatwood. Uh, one thing I noticed today, looked into the uh, plate IQ and uh, again just one metric but the where where Tyler Chatwood likes to throw uh, the majority of his pitches or the highest percentage of his pitches is also the same zone where Anthony Rizzo has the highest percent of hits 
um, out of any other zone. So that's a pretty good sign right there uh, for one thing that matches up. Anthony Rizzo, the month of June, has been awesome. An OPS over one, uh, only one strikeout so far, and I think 28 plate appearances, uh, you know, five walks already, some home runs. So I think Rizzo got off to a slow start, is starting to come around a little bit, and I, I don't mind him at all. He's a pay up for me today. Uh, the problem is, like, the big problem I'm having is, like, at shortstop where, like, I normally love to punt, but there's nothing to punt with, and we're probably going to have to pay up there, but we'll get to that in a moment. A few other first basemen I, I think we need to take note of. Tommy Joseph against R.A. Dickey is absolutely popping for me in some projection models this morning. Uh, 3,300 over on FanDuel, and I think pretty reasonable uh, everywhere else. Um in the industry, we've got on uh, DraftKings 3,200, so probably too cheap there, and 6,400 on Fantasy Draft. So he is a guy who's in play pretty much across the spectrum of uh, the industry tonight. And I don't hate Mitch Moreland here against Michael Pineda, uh, another guy with a ISO over two, a Woba over 350 versus righties, starting to hit the ball, uh, you know, pretty well here over the last month. So. I think he's a one-off only for me, um, but I don't mind him tonight. All right, moving on to second base. And Robinson Cano and Brian Dozier, both these guys, 35, 3,400. Uh, two of my favorite plays, I think, on this slate tonight. And, you know, Kyle Gibson, he's just not been good versus uh, left-handers. If you look at the numbers uh, for him, 90% uh, medium to hard contact versus left-handed hitting hitters this year with a 413 Woba. So that means hard, uh, soft contact under 10%. Uh, that's not good. And we've seen Cano kind of start to warm up a little bit. He does hit righties a little bit better than lefties. So, uh, you know, 384 Woba against that handedness this season. So uh, Cano over Altuve for me. I mean, Altuve's fine against Hamill. Uh, you know, high team total today for Houston, but I like Cano and the power that he brings a little bit better. And same with Dozier against Christian Bergman, uh, has kind of cooled off a little bit after uh, a toward start this season, but I'm willing to go back to him at 3,400. That's a reasonable price tag to pay. Uh, and even Daniel Murphy against Asher lefty righty matchup. You know, he's got almost a 400 Woba this season against lefties, excuse me, against righties. And batting fifth, an explosive offense. I mean, this these are all guys that you can play on fantasy draft for sure because, you know, you can only roster one on a FanDuel or a DraftKings. So, you know, if you really like these guys, that's a huge advantage to kind of playing over on that, uh, on that site. Uh, that's probably all I'm looking at here today. Uh, again, I like the Phillies today against Dickey, so... Hernandez in, in, in a stack would be fine for me today. But let's move on to third base where uh, we've got, you know, a couple of guys that I, I think are in really good spots tonight at about that same price point. And that's Evan Longoria and Kyle Seeger today. Uh, Seeger got off to a really slow start. We knew that was going to change. He's kind of been a proven player in this league. And sure enough, uh, home runs in back-to-back -back games. And if you look over his last... Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine, ten. After the last ten games, he's been at nine fantasy points or more in all but three of them. So uh, seven of ten. I like that. And I already gave you the numbers against lefties for Kyle Gibson. Tons of hard contact. And to give you a context of how well 
This Mariners team is playing today. They, over the last uh, 14 days, the second most runs scored in baseball, only behind the Houston Astros. So uh, get them while they're hot. They are hot right now. And Kyle Seeger against Kyle Gibson should yield some positive results. Uh, and Longoria against Holland. Like, this is uh, another guy that I love today. His numbers versus lefties are not particularly great so far this season. But if you followed him for his career, they have been just fine, if not elite at times versus left-handed pitching. But I dug into the Fangraphs page a little bit, and if you look, the hard contact um, for uh, Longoria is hinting that we're going to have some positive regression here because he's actually got an 8% higher hard contact rate versus lefties than he does righties so far this year. But the WOBA on him is 50 points lower versus left-handers than righties. But yet the hard contact is better. Like, that seems like he's had um, a lot of bad luck versus left-handers. I expect that to swing. And I'm not buying Derek Holland's sub for ERA this season. And, oh, by the way, if you're a BVP believer, he fits that narrative. 28 at-bats, nine hits, Seven of them are extra bases, including three home runs. So he's hit against well against Holland, hit for power against Holland. He's going to feel good about that matchup, and he's not that expensive. I mean, really affordable. Uh, 34 on FanDuel, 36 over on uh, DraftKings today, and I, I think on Fantasy Draft, bringing that one up right now, he's going to almost, I think, for sure be on my team over there at uh, 7,200. Yeah, way too cheap there. So... Love those two guys at third base, and I'm fine with Miguel Sano in the high end, but I don't see a big reason to pay up for that one uh, tonight. Same with Chris Bryant. They're fine. If you're stacking those games, you're going to want them in your lineups, but uh, I'm just going to pay in the kind of medium range there for uh, Longoria and Seager. All right, moving on to shortstop, and this is kind of my dilemma here today because there's just not much here at this spot at all, and I think it's going to come down to probably – one of three guys for me, and that's either paying up with Correa or Trey Turner. I give a slight edge today to Trey Turner, just especially for cash games, because he's just really been aggressive on the base paths lately, which is a huge edge for you as a player. That means his walk can parlay into you know potentially like eight points pretty quickly. Where a guy like Carlos Correa gets walked, you're still dependent more on you know him being driven in. Uh, but obviously a lot of power there with Correa. He's been awesome versus right-handers this season. 401 Woba, 233 in that ISO. Turner this year, just fine. 338 Woba, 196 ISO. So I don't think you're doing it wrong if you pick one over the other, but I'd probably say Turner for cash, Correa for GPPs, um, both with you know, implied team totals over five today. So you're fine there, but I don't really want to spend at this position. I'm trying to find somebody that I can, I can go to, uh, at this spot. That's cheaper. Now we do get a discount on Bogarts at 3,600, but that's not enough for me just because the power upside on him has been so limited this season. Um, I think I'm more likely to uh, go to a guy like Freddie Galvis against RA Dickey. Again, I'm on, Philadelphia today against Dickey and uh, you know he does hit low in the order but so does pretty much everyone I mean I'm looking outside Tim Beckham fifth uh, in the order um ever uh, let's Taylor Motter sixth in the order everyone else is like seventh eighth or ninth so 
it is what it is. And uh, if you need to save, he's 2600 over on FanDuel, but a good bit more expensive over there on DK at 37. So he's probably my punt on FanDuel today. I'm not sure. I haven't built a DraftKings lineup yet to know what I'm going to do there, but uh, I'm just against R.A. Dickey. So if I'm going to punt a spot, might as well be against him tonight. All right, let's get to the outfield position. And uh, a guy who made my video today and somebody who I think is extremely playable on all the sites is Ben Gamble for Seattle. He is 2,900 uh, on FanDuel, 3,400 over on DraftKings, and, or excuse me, 30, yeah, 3,400 on DraftKings. And I gave you the numbers for Kyle Gibson against lefties. Not good. And Gamble this year, uh, been leading off, probably going to lead off again here today against the righty. And just awesome versus righties. A 342 average, a 397 Woba. And like I said, why not take the leadoff hitter for the one of the hottest teams in baseball tonight under 3K? So really like him today. Uh, I do think you've got some spend-ups at this position. Uh, Bryce Harper today is, you know, a great option for us at, what, 4,700 back home. Guy rakes. You can make him work today, too. Like, I much prefer him over an Aaron Judge, over a Charlie Blackman, uh, probably over a Giancarlo Stanton tonight. So he feels like the obvious kind of pay-up for me uh, at this position. So uh, I would suspect he's going to crack a lot of my lineups with there not being uh, super expensive pitching that we need to go to. The other guy I really like today too uh, is Michael Saunders. And uh, he's a guy who fits our plate IQ. If you look at it, you know, there's not going to be the hit percentage against knuckleballers is going to be really low simply because there's not a lot of knuckleballers in the league, but he's got two X the hit rate of your average hitter in the league. So that made me feel good about Michael Saunders, number one. Then I looked in to the BVP against Mr. Uh, R.A. Dickey today, and he's got, what, two home runs against him and I think seven at-bats in his career. So, you know, it was great. It was it was actually something that was awesome to see, the plate IQ data backed up by the BVP. So he is too cheap today. Again, I love the Phillies. Uh, so 26 on FanDuel. I think he's uh, low 3Ks over there on DraftKings as well. Even Fantasy Draft, he'll probably be under 7K today over there. So like him in my outfield. You're not doing it wrong if you uh, you know wanted to go with a Kyle Schwarber today. Schwarber's starting to heat up. Now, here's the problem. like They're not going to suddenly move him back up to the uh, top of the order anytime soon. Three hits for him yesterday. And uh, game logs are a little bit scattered, but still really, really cheap. Uh, you know, probably not going to be in many people's cash games because of where he hits in the order, but certainly a GPP option uh, for us tonight. And uh, let's see. Odubel Herrera, again, back to the Phillies again. I'm fine with them. George Springer against uh, Hamill, hitting at the top of that order, 4.2. Again, give me Harper over him tonight, but if you can manage both, uh, more power to you. Probably not the the, the way that I, my builds are going to run. And that's probably the, the top guys that I'm looking at playing here today. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. That's the rundown of uh, my top targets tonight in DFS. Certainly appreciate you guys giving us a listen and a download. And make sure you leave us a nice review there on iTunes. That helps us out a whole lot. Um, you can find all of our great media content, most of it at least, over there on YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube page. 
Uh, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Tonight, uh, Sirius XM, same time, same place, 6 to 7. Uh, I'll be keeping you company, I think, with Beer Makers Fan tonight. And uh, again, uh, good luck this evening. Check us out on Grinders Live. More live content right up until Roster Lock at uh, the place here, rotogrinders.com, giving you more content, free content as well than anybody. But don't doubt our premium. Excellent stuff as well. The ownership percentages alone, if you're a GPP player, are reason to subscribe because Jamino just nails those night in and night out. But uh, I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again tomorrow, and we will see ya. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.